Well, here we are at episode 53 of the Career Ace podcast. It's a groundbreaking episode, our first sponsored one. I'd like to take a moment to say thanks to our sponsors, Purple Select Consultants, an international recruitment company working in Switzerland, Austria and Germany on positions in the area of IT, from the technical, like developers or systems engineers, through to salespeople at all levels. All their candidates are bilingual, speaking English with another language. Thanks for supporting the career ace, chaps. This is Patricia McGuire welcoming you to the Career Ace podcast, where myself and my contacts offer you tips and advice on your career, whatever stage you're at. Episode 53 has been inspired by a conversation around our family dinner table. My son is in his last year at university and graduate applications are high on our agenda. And he and his friends have been starting to interview with various companies. And we were discussing the pitfalls of some of the interviews that they've done. And it made me think of an area that I haven't covered yet. And I wasn't really going to cover. But I think it's necessary. So let's tackle the curveball question. You can probably imagine the scene. You're sitting comfortably, introductions have been made, maybe you've listened to the explanation of the job, gained knowledge about the company, walked through your CV with an interviewer. You may even have started answering questions about your skills, and then suddenly, out of the blue, is a weird and wacky question that you've never anticipated in your wildest dreams. What's going on? Has the interviewer lost their mind? Panic may definitely set in. But not to you, because of course you've been listening to the Career Ace podcast and consequently you are going to be prepared. Let's think about these weird and wonderful questions. Why have they been asked and how do you go about answering them? What sort of question am I referring to? Well, let me give you some examples that my candidates and my son and his friends have been faced with. The first one, would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or 100 duck-sized horses. It's difficult enough to, to say. There is no right or wrong answer to this question. It's being asked the better to understand your ability to solve problems and to express your thought process in a compelling, articulate way. If you're asked a question like this, make your choice and clearly state your case. Tell them why you've made your choice. They may not agree with you, in which case, rather than jump straight in and argue with them, or capitulate, ask them why they came to their conclusion. This will show that you can learn from others, and that you can have a rational debate, and that you're not afraid to challenge in a non-aggressive way. All good things from an employer's point of view. Another question. If I gave you £100, how would you double it in 24 hours? This is another question without a right answer. It's being asked in order to assess your thinking processes, as well as your ingenuity and creativity, to see if you have the ability to do a lot with a little, and potentially also to see whether you have salesmanship abilities. So how do you answer the question? If you can answer it in a way related to the company that you're interviewing with, for example, If you're being interviewed for a position as a stockbroker or a currency trader, you can relate your answers to those areas of business. 
But actually, as long as you can propose an idea, show how you think your idea can achieve what they've asked, then you're going to be okay. Your idea doesn't have to be a highfalutin, noble, wonderful, all singing, all dancing idea. It just has to be achievable. You could even say something like, I'm going to bake a thousand cakes and go door to door selling them. I'll charge an amount for each cake in order to offset my costs and increase the £1,000 to £2,000 overnight. Simple and achievable. Next question. If we made you CEO for a day, what are the first three things you'd do? Again, no right answer to this question. What they want to see from you is that you can set priorities and make a case for those priorities. That you've got knowledge of the company and the industry, either through your previous experience or because you've done enough research for the interview. It's perfectly okay to make the point that the priorities may change from day to day and that you do not have the whole picture for the company, so your answer may be somewhat flawed. The next question absolutely fills me personally with dread. It is, tell me a joke. The point of this one's quite obvious. The company wants to know if you've got a sense of humour. Now, I do have a sense of humour, at least I think I do, but I'm rubbish at telling jokes, and to be honest, put on the spot, I'd have to warn them that I only know one terrible joke. Or, maybe alternatively, I would say to them, I'm really not good at telling jokes, but here's a list of some of my favourite comedians or comedy shows, and tell them what I find amusing about them. Maybe the best advice is to have one joke in your back pocket, just in case, and make sure it's not offensive in any way. The last one is one I use myself. Who would you choose to have dinner with, Batman or Superman? Again, no right answer to this question. I'm looking to see how you put your argument together. Is it lucid? That's what your interviewer will be doing with this question. If they don't agree with your answer, it doesn't really matter. They're just looking to see that it makes sense. It's also going to tell them a little bit about how you're going to fit into the team. They may have asked this question to the team already. They may know what fits the team better. They may know what the team want as an answer to that question. Just be honest. As always, make your case. That's all you can do. You may not get odd or outlandish questions thrown at you in your interview. Nonetheless, I'd recommend you do a bit of preparation just in case. It's also possible that some of the other questions you get asked will be a bit baffling. But here are some general rules you can turn to if an interview question stops you in your tracks. Keep calm, maintain a positive demeanour and try and smile. Play for time. Say something like, oh... That's a very interesting question. Ask a question, particularly if there's something you need clarifying. Using one of our examples, the £1,000 which gets doubled in 24 hours. Perhaps you'd ask, what happens to the money at the end of those 24 hours? Is it okay to get people to help me? And they all buy you a little bit of thinking time so you can put a case together. Or just simply ask for a moment to consider your answer. And if something's really not occurring to you, don't be afraid to ask if you can return to the question later. And if and when you do return to it later and still can't think of anything, just politely, perhaps with a bit of humour, acknowledge that, you know, the idea's just not going to come. 
You won't be the only one who's not been able to think of anything, but the way you handle it might be much more positive than other people, and so would go in your favour. And here are a couple of supplementary rules, the icing on the cake if you like. When answering the questions, see if you can highlight some of your knowledge or skills. If you possibly can, try and relate your answers to the company you're interviewing with. And as always, be honest. Your interviewer will be able to tell when you're not and will absolutely give you credit when you are. So I have one last question and this time it does have a right answer. And it would be great if you could tweet me at Purple Select and give me your answer. So here's the question. A lily pad doubles in size every day. If it takes 30 days to cover the pond, how long did it take to cover half the pond? Looking forward to hearing your answer. If you would like to hear more advice from the Career Ace, please follow us on SoundCloud or subscribe on iTunes. And if you think the podcast has given you some useful advice, please leave us a review. It will help others find us. And of course, I would be exceptionally grateful. If you'd like individual help from the Career Ace, or want to take part in our webinars or receive information about our publications, please contact us via our website. That's www.purpleselect.com or follow us on Twitter at Purple Select.